and we're recording. Good morning, welcome to Second Breakfast with Lucas and Phil. Hey, good morning and welcome to Second Breakfast good with Lucas morning. and Phil. I'm Lucas. And I'm Phil. And we have a very special episode planned for you today. Why very is it special, Phil? special. It's special because we actually planned it a little bit. And yeah. I, I just, I feel... The more this thing goes on and people say to me, hey, we, we heard your podcast. You know, every once in a while, somebody new says, hey, I heard your podcast. That is so much fun. That is so great. Yes. I appreciate that so much. I feel like maybe we ought to put some effort into it. Yes, I, I was actually thinking about that as I was walking in the door to uh, first time ever recording at the Chandler FBC Recording Studios. Yeah. Shout out to First Baptist Church Which, Chandler let Studios. Let me say, the ambiance they set up, it's like we're in like a second grade Sunday school class. No, it's like we're in the uh, senior, senior, senior ladies. Because have you seen these chairs? They're all like cross-stitched and embroidered. I think and some of them have wheels. Look, wheels on the front legs Hey, and not on the back. I don't know what that's about. That's, it's a <laughs> scooting technique. Yeah, they're like antique chairs in this room with the brown plastic Sam's table. (laughs) I mean, round, not brown. It's white, round. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, we're here. We're We're glad to be here. But what I was what I was saying is that yes, the 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 deal of if something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. I was thinking about in the podcast, and I just I love doing it. It's one of my favorite things, and so we try to just do it right. We try to continue to be better. And so we wanted to set the bar really low at the start. So that's why we continue to get better. And I'll just say this. You know, I have talked to people about, okay, so what do you like about it? And one of the things people like is that we don't, I don't want to say that that we don't put effort into it, but that it's just two guys talking. I would agree. There's there's an organic uh, quality to it that people appreciate. Yes, and I think there's something about uh, you kind of, like, I like to make something that I would want to listen to. And so yes. the other podcast I listen to, it really always is. It's just, it's other people talking. I want to yeah. be, the conversation, I forget the word of it, but there's like a psychology term, whereas you you, you hear like this community and you feel like you are sitting at the table You're invited having a part in. of yeah, that conversation. Yeah, and we do. We invite you guys in. I think that's one, one of the things that we feel as we do this. We feel like we're talking to some friends. Exactly. Now, and, Phil. Uh, yeah. On that note, I, I do On have to ask you the note. most important question of the week. Uh-oh. What's uh, what's the best thing you had to eat recently? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I'm kind of going with a theme here today. Uh, with Am I doing the dad story today? On this sure. One? Yeah. So uh, my best thing I had to eat and my dad's story both have to do with a very important event that happened in our lives. My daughter got married. Whoa, go Katie, go. What's her last yeah. name now? Katie Hunt. Katie Hunt. So my mom called yesterday. This is for free, this is neither the best thing I had to eat or the dad story. But my mom called yesterday and she said, I had the best time talking to Mrs. Hunt. And I said, oh, you talked to Mindy. That's Katie's mother-in-law. <laughs> and it didn't occur to me that she was she was talking about my daughter, who is also <laughs> Mrs. Hunt. Which right. That's weird. That's so weird. Yes. But uh, yeah, best thing I had to eat. I've had this to eat several times since the wedding, which was on April the 2nd. Today is April the almost end. Uh, but we froze. We brought home a lot of food from that wedding. Right. And we froze it. And I've gotten it out a couple different times and eaten this amazing sausage egg casserole. We had, ah, yes. because it was a Sunday night wedding. And a lot of times in our family, we do Sunday night breakfast for dinner yes so that was the food my daughter wanted at her wedding i was like yes <laughs> so we had that we had the best caterers in america jimmy's egg 
the Falls Creek ladies oh. catered her wedding. And you know, you got to understand, my daughter, she, she went to this church. She grew up at this church. And then she became like one of the youth leaders after she went through youth and went to camp. And as a kid, she went to camp because we were going to camp with the kids when as, as so as a baby she went to falls creek and then she went to falls creek as a youth and then even when she stopped going to that church and started ministering at another church she would come and be a counselor right at falls creek with her home church where she That's grew up awesome. and so those ladies are very precious to her and that was a great experience and she i mean but they make here, here's what i don't understand they make this egg casserole and it's just normal type stuff in it. But it has like the perfect level of seasoning in it. I don't know how they do it. I make eggs. I put salt, pepper, the normal stuff. And it just doesn't. <laughs> do you it's, put, it's okay. Do you put milk in your eggs, Phil? I know. Because okay, I can. I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. Me too. But, you know, I take a dairy pill. You can pill take a dairy it. pill and enjoy something. But no, adding uh, milk to your scrambled eggs, it, it's just another it level. Elevates I bet them. they add milk. They add they love. They probably add milk. They're bad. There's they add a Baptist. lot of love. They uh, add some Baptist. Although yeah. they're, yeah, they're not as Baptist. Well, they go to as, Falls Creek. Well, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, <laughs> so uh, free dad story for me on that note was uh, Naomi yesterday at church. She, we, were, we were walking in that, and at our, our church, they have the little tiny bottles of water sitting yeah. out. So we're walking from Sunday school. I went and got her a little bit early so she could sing in church with us because she's super cute. But we're walking by and she goes, can I get some church water, dad? <laughs> so, it's, uh, church water? She wow, loves to go okay. get the little mini bottles of water. Uh, Excuse me. I hope that didn't. Uh, my stomach just growled, and I hope it didn't come through the microphone. If it did, well, like we said, this is kind of an organic thing. Yeah, Phil, you're going to need a third. You're going to need third breakfast after this, uh, also known as lunch. Yeah. Uh, so is that is that the whole dad story? Yeah. No, there's no dad. I haven't gotten the dad story yet. Oh, all right. Okay, <laughs> so just... I mean, the, so I guess I just roll right into the dad story. Bring here it because, on. Uh, I had the distinct and amazing privilege of officiating my daughter's wedding and i've only ever officiated one other wedding it was for a student a former student who you know i was always a music guy i was a bible teacher i was not like a pastor or a youth minister and so the the wedding the wedding officiating requests tend to go to those two guys Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know the pastor or the youth minister my brother-in-laws had two daughters uh, married both of them because both of them were youth ministers mm -hmm. their, as their daughters grew up. And so they were like, yeah, I want my dad to marry me. Well, I, you know, both my sons married uh, preacher's daughters. Right. Uh, and also had, you know, other relationships. And so they were married by other people. And so I was kind of like, oh, I was hoping I'd get to marry one of my kids. So I just said it to my daughter. I was like... <laughs> And I felt bad afterward. I'm like, I don't want her to ask me to do her wedding because she thinks she feels my obligated. feelings will be right, hurt. Right. But as soon as I asked, I knew she was like, no, that's what we wanted. We just didn't want to ask you because we thought you would cry. <laughs> Phil, emotional? What? Because she was like saying, oh, well, Uncle Paul could do it or Uncle Mike could do it. And they're both amazing guys and could, would have done a great job. Or Pastor Matt could do it. And he's an amazing guy. And he actually, Pastor Matt, who is the, the her, well, former pastor, I guess now, because she's moved, but he began the serve the ceremony, 
and I was able to walk her down the aisle oh. and I I didn't cry. It was very emotional because as soon as we as soon as uh Josh, my uh son-in-law caught a glimpse of us coming from the the barn where you know the reception was coming down towards an outdoor wedding coming down the aisle he loses it he starts crying you know making that big ugly face and uh so but we walked down the aisle it was beautiful i my my daughter's tall my, i'm not oh. my son-in-law is six five <laughs> so most of the pictures you just see them i'm behind them during the ceremony <laughs> so if i had cried i would have been hidden <laughs> completely <laughs> Uh, you see glimpses of my blue suit occasionally, but it was just a beautiful, wonderful experience. And that's amazing. And, uh, yeah, and I I didn't lose it until the following Wednesday after the wedding. I came home, and so here's the here's the way it goes. When for for our whole lives, uh, there's I go well the last couple of years I go to rehearsal on Wednesday night late mm-hmm. uh, for the worship team at the church where I've been working. And uh, I'll call on the way home and say, is there any food? Okay, and right. here's what happens a lot, often. I've been thinking, oh, I'm gonna eat my leftovers from da 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 on Wednesday night. And I'll say, are those leftovers there? And here's the answer, eight times out of 10, Katie ate those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I call and I say, are my leftovers from El Tequila? Uh, still in the refrigerator and i have this thought that before well i'm not even i haven't even called i'm about to call and i have this thought oh i bet katie ate those and as soon as those words passed through my mind yeah i lost it i started to sob like a big baby there's no one to eat my leftovers (laughs) there's no one she's gone she's gone yeah and i i went home and sobbed but i made it through the wedding Hey, I'm proud of you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh my god. Yeah, goodness. you got two daughters. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be tough. I was going to say you 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 know, we've we've always talked about one of the unique and wonderful things of our podcast is the different seasons of life that yeah. we're in. So we both we get this awesome point of view I feel like that are coming from opposite directions. So it is like you have three kids that are all grown out of the house. Yeah. And I have about to have three, well, I believe I have three kids, right? Like you do one, have three one kids. is still in the womb. Uh but like, right, like three kids that are young, like I, my daughter just turned three, you know, my oldest. And so it's just this opposite sides. But I can only imagine, like with I Naomi and imagine. Jubilee, like giving them, yeah, not that, uh, giving them away. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, so speaking of kids, our topic today. Yes, yes. You, you're about to have a son. Um, yes. When is he, when is he due? Uh, in July, early July, July 2nd. Uh, Phil Jr., uh, yes, uh, it's Philip Blunt Lunsford Jr. Uh, no, 90% sure the name will be Gideon. Which Gideon, is, all yeah. right. Good which, name. You know, uh, I don't know if I might embarrass you. You can cut this out if you want. But one of our first interactions, Phil, we were sitting in Jeremy's office talking about the theme for camp coming up. Yeah. And we were talking, the original plan was to just talk about all of the judges. And then, then the. The camp pastor for that week was like, I think we're really going to focus on Gideon. And you're sitting beside me and my, like, we haven't hung out at all. And you go, Gideon's such a bad, and then just say it uh, in the church office. And I was like, all right, like, this is Phil. So, yes. Anyway, I used the biblical word for donkey. That's right. In that moment. Uh, and it was awesome. Uh, 
<laughs> but uh, Mighty Warrior, we love the meaning of, of the name Gideon. We love yeah. the story of yeah, Gideon. He didn't, doesn't end well, but ultimately, like you look at all the Bible characters and they all have a not, fatal not, flaw because yeah. they're human and still very fleshly. None of them um, perfect. Filled with the Spirit, not baptized with the Spirit. That's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Uh, anyway. All right, I'll throw that one in there. Uh, very charismatic of you. Uh, but you had come up with the idea, and you had said the three most important things you had written. Yeah, so gonna... the idea was, you, what you came back with me was, was, if I had to write my son a letter today, yeah. that I wouldn't be able to see him, like I said, like you're going to space. <laughs> it's like Armageddon. <laughs> You're going to be gone for 20 but years. But I had to write him a letter today, and he couldn't see it for 20 years. What would I tell him? And I, I, I don't know. I think I was also kind of thinking, what are the three most helpful things in your daily life? Yeah. But that's kind of the idea. Well, and I think it is the, to me, it's, you had said three most important. I just took it as, I wanted to change it to three important to relieve some pressure so that exactly. tonight when I'm lying yeah. in bed and I'm like, oh, I should oh, have no. said this is way more important. This is totally more important than that. But these are, yeah, like three important things that we would relay um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, either yeah, yeah, to yeah. a son or just someone we're discipling, someone that we are mentoring, if you yeah. will. So do you, do you want to go like first? It. I like it. Uh, yes. All right, I'll Phil. I'll go first. Go, bring it on. So my number one pick, this is sort of in lieu of a draft. This whole episode would be sort of a, a draft of important Yeah, we're things, coming into this draft things. like Sam Presti, too, because uh, we're going to do it wisely. Yeah, yeah. So our uh, my, I think, number one thing that I think about is probably grace. I think to an understanding of grace uh, has been throughout my adulthood in particular – uh, has been so transformative. Mm -hmm. uh, the idea that that we stand in grace, mm -hmm. and that it is you know grace is God's ability, and on the one hand, you know, sort of two sides of grace. The one is that no matter what happens, no matter what I do, He's got me. Mm -hmm. You know, He's got me. It is His ability, it is His power that sustains me. Um, it's grace and. Uh, and then the, I think to understand that grace, it teaches us to say no to worldly passions and lust, that mm -hmm. grace is the thing, uh, you know, I heard this song last night on American Idol, mm -hmm. Holy Water by We the Kingdom. Have you heard this song? Yeah. Yeah. It's the only thing that really makes me want to change. Uh, I'm like, it is, this is what grace is. Grace leads true grace an understanding a revelation of the freedom and the grace that he holds us with the unconditional uh sustenance of his life and power in us and his blood and that understanding is the thing that teaches us to say i don't care about yeah i don't you know, need, need i don't need pleasure or peace pride. from somewhere else pride pride you know it helps us to say no to those things because we recognize how kept we are in his grace we yeah. stand strong in grace so yeah. that's num my number one well it makes me think of of paul and romans right should we continue to sin so that grace can abound by no means right, right? Like, that ain't the way it works no true grace does not cause us to want to scheme the system true <laughs> exactly. grace causes us to want to live according to the grace giver yeah and in fact if you think uh, if you have this idea that you're afraid of grace because it you hear that voice in the back of your head that makes you want to scheme the system 
Like I had a friend that asked me one time, so you mean I can just do whatever I want? I, and I said to her, G- give it a shot. Yeah. See how that works out for you. <laughs> and what I meant was, what I mean is that if you really get a revelation, God loves you no matter what. It, it, none of that has any yeah. uh, flavor anymore. Yeah, read read 1 Corinthians, right? Like Paul directly addresses that too. Like it's uh, all things are lawful, but not all things build up. All things are yeah. lawful, which he's quoting the first. I, I've been studying more deeply 1 Corinthians, which has been awesome. But he he's quoting the Corinthians have written him this letter, basically saying like, aren't all things lawful now? But they're like asking <laughs> this question. He's yeah. like, yes, by grace, you can do anything, but also by grace, you don't want to do all of those things. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, my first pick um, that I, I really want to bring up, and, and Sam Presti quotes this a few years ago, but he says, scared money don't make none. Which uh, <laughs> Scared money don't make none. That's good. But in that, I, I think it is don't, don't live according to a spirit of fear. Yeah. Um, and really, I want to take this in and having tough conversations and something that I think it's taken me a long time to actually do and I knew was important. But in that, like, from two directions, when someone is doing something that they shouldn't be or that is offending you, you know, or, and and we, you know, we, maybe that's my later advice about being offended. We can talk more about that. But ultimately, like someone's doing something that you don't agree with, to have that tough conversation with them early on and don't be afraid of conflict. Oftentimes, we disguise this as saying, uh, you know, I really just don't want to hurt their feelings. But ultimately, what I'm saying is, I don't want them to be mad at me. Yeah, it's and my so it's comfort. Selfish, that I'm right? Yeah, I'm prioritizing myself mm. over their well-being because oftentimes, yeah, it's... I got both hands in the air right here. Yeah. That's, I'm I'm an Enneagram nine. I hate conflict. Yes. I, I apologize. I do that. Yes, and and on that, I think. <laughs> Uh, me too. <laughs> I get, uh, and I'm, uh, you know, I, I want to just continue with the good times. I don't want to stop for these things. But then on the other side too, of when you're struggling with some something, that's also a difficult conversation. Mm. So don't live according to a spirit of fear again in admitting you are wrong from the small mm. things to the big. Because I think it it relays, mm-hmm. and we either oftentimes our first instinct instinct is to brush it under the rug, mm-hmm. and even to say like, well, I will bear the consequences of my sin so i don't have to i don't have to confess to them so they won't have to deal with it too oh yeah and again it's selfishness that we disguise well but ultimately we we do so it's again both sides of this but it is don't be afraid of tough conversations because most mm, times the, the the medicine like it I, I the other day hard, it's a hard pill to swallow but man is it good medicine yeah and so yeah don't so, don't be afraid scared money don't make none scared money don't make none which I can't remember the name of the rapper but he he said that I often find great theological quotes come from uh, people that are not great theologians yeah yeah, yeah. I've had <laughs> I've I've uh, said several times that uh, certain like there's a comedian Mike Birbiglia I've said a couple times I think he's my pastor. <laughs> He's an atheist. <laughs> but sometimes those guys say the wisest thing. It's like Taylor Swift for me. I feel like it's so many times that you just shake it off, you know? Or like, it's me. I'm the problem. Like, over and over again. So Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Phil, second pick. Uh, what was it? It was something. It was really important. I promise it was. Do you, do you want me to yeah, go so while you think about it? Point. No. Okay. Yeah, just let's do a snake draft. <laughs> I think so. My second piece of advice uh, again was: um, Did you forget to? No, oh, kind of. But know who you are and what you believe, but don't be afraid to grow. Oh, okay. And Very I think good. it is um, 
it's easy to be wishy-washy. Uh, it's easy to, I mean, I think it's that living in attention we talk about so often, but, but it's knowing what you believe, why you believe it, grounding in who you are, but not so much that you are going to stay the same. Because oftentimes things come, struggles come, uh, all of this as we, we go through life. I would hate to think that uh, today I'm the same person I was five years ago or that five years from now I would be the same person I am today. I want to grow constantly and learn, and, and that means that things are going to change. Um, yeah. But ultimately in that, like, setting your priorities and knowing the things you believe that will never change. Like, you could never in a million years convince me, right, anything other than Christ and Christ crucified, right? right like, yeah. my faith is in Him and Him alone. Yet there are lesser issues within the faith that I love to have conversations about um, that, uh, that I can. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm allowed myself so... to be moldable. Right, yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, we've talked about that on the podcast of being an oh crap Christian. And it is like, you hear things like, oh crap, what am I going to do with that? And I think it is like knowing what you believe and why you believe it, but still leaving room for growth and that you're okay to grow as a believer and as a human. Um, And so, yeah, that would be, that would be my second piece of advice. Yeah. And I just reflecting off of that, I would say that's one of the places where grace has become so important to me because I think, you know, I'm almost 60 years old and I... I spent a lot of my time probably, you know, particularly in my uh, late 20s and 30s, uh, feeling like I really knew, you know. And I think the part of that's a desire to really know, to be certain. And I've kind of learned certainty is not really so much of a thing uh, with God. Uh, he's He is a God of mystery. So, uh, but grace says it's... Uh, it's okay. He's got us. Yeah. As we go through these changes and, and growth things. And again, in the, I, I don't want you to forget your next point. I, I've already forgotten. It, but, but I was going to say, <laughs> just again, going back to Corinthians, that the problem, one of the problems with the church that Paul addresses, is that they try to come across like they know the mystery of God and they figured it yeah. all out. Yeah. And Paul is like, you don't understand the great mysteries of God because they are unattainable. Like right. you can't understand. And so it is this lifelong journey to continue to learn more and understand more only to know that there's so much more that you didn't even realize was, this, right. was there to not understand. Yeah. So yes, right in there in line. Okay, so my, my second thing, I, and I kind of have... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this one here because uh, it fits right in with what you're saying, and that is, and I've said it many, many times, I think it's so important to have a healthy suspicion of my own conclusions. Yes. So, I, and I, 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 I wasn't going to use this one, but as we talk here, I realize, yeah, that's really huge to me. I think it's huge to me to always be open to grow, partly because I've had that sense that I think we all have sometimes that maybe it's insecurity, maybe it's pride, probably mm-hmm. both, that I got to be certain of this. I really want to make an impact on somebody and I feel like I'm going to have the best impact on them if I really, really know what I'm, what's going on. If I've got the answer for them yeah. and can tell them, hey, uh, but that's so often just not realistic. No. And what becomes important is to say, hey, that you know these are the things i really know um there's a lot of questions what do you think what's what do you think god's saying to you what does the scripture say about this and and when i make a conclusion you know hold it loosely yeah you know and i think that's very important 
yeah, so it is big, uh, big thing. That that otherwise you don't grow. Like you said, if you're the same person you were ten years ago, something's probably up. I mean, you know what I mean. If you, if you say the same, have all the same opinions, yeah, as you did ten years ago, something's probably amiss. You're not really growing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you got to continue to to hold, like you said, hold it. Yeah. So my my next thing, my last thing, um, is self. I I struggle. This is you know confession time with phil i guess i struggle with self-confidence i struggle with thinking you know like i go into a situation where i meet somebody that i and i talk to them and i go away from that conversation going dang i just talked about myself the whole time or i was really weird or they thought i was stupid or you understand what i'm saying Uh so i think one of the most helpful things in my life has been first of all the uh, I think it was Stephen Covey said, you wouldn't worry so much about what people think of you if you realized how seldom they did. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and the other thing, so I think what, I, what I'm saying is that, first of all, the recognition that everyone's a little insecure. Yeah. You know, that guy that I met that I think thought I was weird, uh, probably that there's a pretty good chance he... W- he was having some of the same insecure thoughts about He's, meeting me. You're both walking away from the conversation, not going, did you see the broccoli in their teeth? You're thinking, <laughs> did I have broccoli in my teeth? Exactly. Right? Like that's right. The... And, and the, so I think the thing is that insecurity, a lack of self-confidence is a fruitless exercise. It, well, and it is, it's, and, and it's leaving self-questioning. It, what it is, is you're walking away again with the focus just on you, right? Like, exactly. It is a very self-focused this thing. This was such a, and, and you know, maybe I would have put this in my three things if I stopped to think long enough, but ultimately um, it was life-changing for me. I was in college at the BCM. They were preaching on pride and they preached about pride being from both sides of it and that it is like, we often think of, I'm so humble, I think I'm worthless. But that's uh, just, yeah. it's just the opposite side of pride. It's not humility, it it's still selfishness. It's still totally self-absorbed. Exactly. And and so, not saying it's worse or it's better, it's the same level of... It's like the same animal. Yes. Yeah, it's the same monster, if you will. Uh, demon, if you want to use that term. Yeah, um, yeah, I think from, More can. from a psychological standpoint, I don't think it's necessarily a demon. But a fallen angel. So, Lucas, what's your final uh, paragraph to your letter to your son from space? <laughs> <laughs> the moon is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> no, the moon you could communicate. This is this has got to be deep space, you know, hyperdrive kind of thing. It's like where Buzz Lightyear movie. It's going to be a year there. to you and fifty years on. Are Earth. we allowed to mention the Buzz Lightyear movie? That was a anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought it was just kind of boring. Um, anyway, yes, I, I think I could write probably 10 more pages um, because all of these things. But um, I think, again, when we when we set our priority, um, it is John Piper. He talks about being a Christian hedonist, but he just says, you know, God is uh, most honored with us when we are most satisfied with him. Mm. And so I do think it is, there's, there's nothing wrong, and in fact, there's everything right about seeking satisfaction from the Lord. Um, and I was talking about... Um, Good one. There's, you know, some of Tori's family members have this deal where they have a word for the year, and so they, they yeah. come up with a different word, and that's kind of their whole year, and they feel like the Lord gives it to them. And I think there's something to that, and so this year we kind of talked about words, and one of them has been freedom, 
And I think in 2023, there's been a lot of, of chains broken and a lot of freedom found for our family. Um, but in that, the other one was more. And I, mm. I think that is like, there's nothing wrong with wanting and seeking more. And we talked about satisfaction and yeah. those things. And I think that is like... Keep, Being insatiable toward God. Exactly. And, and like from, from my marriage... There's more. Like, I, I don't have to just settle for this. I can continue to pursue and want more within my marriage and with my right. relationship with God. It's not that I'm going out to find some other deity. Like, that's not more. I want more of God. And, and it's like you can continue to grow and seek and find more. And so, again, like, all of that together. Like, continue to seek more satisfaction, more of God, more love, more hope, more joy, more peace. Yeah. Like, all of those things. Like not you as can, though. And those kind of statements used to bother me. And I know we talk, even in that conversation, Yes. It bothers me because I'm like, I don't want you to think that God has been short with you. Right. Has been, uh, hasn't given you, has, you know, I don't want you to feel like God is like opening the the lid of this just a little bit at a time and giving you. No, it's wide open. He says he's given us everything, but he's infinite. The the ball is completely in your court. God isn't sitting there like, oh, here's the crumb for today. No, like our daily bread is this unlimited feast. We can continue to pursue that. And so, yes, it's not that you are starving. No. Although my my advice is if you are, like continue to search for the Lord. But it is like, it's like, it's like breakfast casserole from your daughter's wedding. You don't have to be hungry to keep eating it, right? If someone offers you a donut, you're like, oh, no, I'm full. What does that have to do with anything, right? Like, just eat the dang donut. Especially a Krispy Kreme glazed. Yeah, unless you're gluten-free. <laughs> Sorry. You brought up donuts. Yeah, I love donuts. Uh, but it is. Like, there is more. And don't. Yeah. I think we often get caught up in this, like, oh, this melancholy life that we just sit melancholy. in. <laughs> melancholy. Nice. So yes. what were your three again? Uh, that's a good question. We'll okay, my like, three were: we stand in grace, have a healthy suspicion of your own beliefs, mm-hmm. and uh, self. What is it? Uh, a lack of self confidence or insecurity is a worthless pursuit. Yes. So, Mine, what are your three? Scared money don't make none. Don't yeah. be afraid of difficult conversations. Don't yeah. live in a spirit of fear. Uh, my third one was: uh, I just said it. Yeah. Was that one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> terrible. One. Just rewind a second. You'll know what that one was. Yes. <laughs> Uh, there's more. There's uh, more. Yeah, don't be more. afraid to seek God, God is more. Most, be satisfied in God. God is most glorified when we are most satisfied in Him. In Him. And uh, I don't remember my second Yeah, it was one. really good, It though. was walking in attention, I know. Um, well, no, that was the first oh, one. Don't be afraid of those. No, but it, it is. It's uh, know what you believe, but know don't what be you afraid believe. to grow. Yeah, this is the tension. You're don't right. Don't be afraid to grow. You're right. Thank you, Phil. Know what you believe, but don't be afraid to it's grow. Just, so... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say them better this time, and you can edit or not. But essentially... Oh, You're just making more work for me. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Minute of whatever. Me yes. or you? Is it me or you? Me, 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 me. Okay. Minute of culture. Uh, so if you don't know, if you don't watch the Thunder, they have two guys that Oklahoma were Oklahoma City Thunder. That's Oklahoma a basketball City Thunder. team. Yes, NBA. They have two guys on their team named Jalen Williams. And it's hilarious because they were both in the starting five, both drafted in the same draft. So you'd, you'd have like Jalen Williams passes the ball to Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams up for three. <laughs> misses Jalen Williams with the rebound. So it's just Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams. There's another guy in the draft. You text this to me, but I already knew I was super excited from yeah. Auburn who is in this range where the Thunder could nab him. And so you'd have... His name is? Jalen Williams. Spelled exactly the same as one of the two. Yes, and they asked at uh, the postseason press conference, because I'm a Thunder junkie and, you know, love it. Uh, They asked 
both Jalen Williams about it, and one of them said, you know, like, I don't know if they'll draft him or not. I leave that up to Sam Presti. Uh, he said, but I am I am uh, supporting and hoping for success for all Jalen Williams. <laughs> so, anyway, it would be so funny if you had three Jalen Williams on the court at the same that would time. That would be awesome. Could happen. I don't know. Might be just worth doing, Sam. Go yes. for it. Let's and just do it. On that note, if you're looking to buy a Thunder jersey, you're like, I want to get in on this. Whose would you suggest I buy? Williams. Just buy a Williams jersey because there's the two Jalen Williams and there's a Kenrich Williams on the, on the yeah, team yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's like a cousin or a stepbrother or something like that. Yeah, he's distantly related. <laughs> distantly related, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah there's only a few a Williams, Williams in the world. Yeah. The, <laughs> no, I think there's an actual relation. No, Kenrich is not related to that. Not at all? Okay. My wife said something. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Maybe she's right. I don't know. <laughs> Self-doubt. Don't question Bronwyn, Lucas. We have talked about this. Okay, so uh, we need my face because you want to start that. And, uh, yeah. So, So, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can send those over to secondbreakfast777 at gmail.com or... Secondbreakfast777 at gmail.com. And if you want to hit us up in our DMs, you can slide in those on Instagram or Facebook. We would love to hear from you there. We would so love to hear from you. We also want to know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear. And... uh, because we want to continually make this better, very slowly, though. Yes. If you want to uh, send <laughs> a us a high-quality audio sample of you saying, good morning and welcome to Second Breakfast with Lucas and Phil with your name, we would love yeah. to play that on or the podcast. Or of you saying, yeah. Absolutely. Very we love important. you guys. Thanks for coming. Yeah. It's the podcast, y'all. We love to talk. We love to talk all about the things of breakfast and such. We love to hear what we like to eat and what we talk about, you know. We up in space writing letters to our kids. They got to hear about it from us and they got to hear it good. Oh, yeah, I don't know how to sing. I don't know the words. Don't know how to rhyme. Don't got the time, y'all. Yeah. That rhymed. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Dr. Seuss.